Welcome to the Breezy Brides podcast, a podcast designed for brides planning their dream destination wedding. I'm your host, Deanna, and I'm here to offer you all of the resources, advice, and tips to make planning your destination wedding a breeze. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Breezy Brides podcast. In this episode, we're going to go over the topic of visiting your resort before your wedding date. Now, if you're anything like me, when I first started planning my destination wedding, I saw this a lot, uh, making sure you go to the resort before you book your trip. Whether that was on Pinterest or blog posts, um, I just I saw it frequently and it got me a little concerned, to be honest. I really had to question if it was necessary. You know, we're paying a lot already for our wedding, so I really had a hard time justifying the cost of this. So we're going to go over this in a little bit further detail. Whatever you do decide, I have some important things that you'll want to make sure that you do based on your decision of going or not. So let's first talk about if you really want to or insist on visiting the resort before your destination wedding. I want you to do the following three things if this is you. One, make sure that it's in your budget. Now, a lot of brides don't consider the cost of this when starting to plan their destination wedding. Adding the cost of a flight, resort stay, and time off of work could be all it takes for you to change your mind on this. But if you're getting married in the same year as your site visit, then consider how much time off you'll need and if that's really worth it to you. Number two, make sure your travel agent can get you a really good deal. If you can't imagine not seeing the venue in person before your wedding day, then at least try to get the best deal possible. This may mean going in the off season, so, you know, possibly early fall or summer. The weather may not be as perfect as you want it to be, and it could be different than when your destination wedding is. But your travel agent should be able to help you get a good deal with the resort, especially if you're considering going in and off time of year and you're willing to go when it's more affordable. And number three, come up with a plan. So make sure you know exactly what you want to accomplish with this site visit before you go. It's okay to think of it as, you know, a little mini vacation before your big day, but you could actually get a lot figured out by going to this site visit. So you want to also make it productive for you and your fiance as well. Some things to consider doing while you're there is to look at all of the locations for the events. So your ceremony, cocktail hour, and reception locations, they're going to have multiple choices to choose from. Just going there and looking at those in person will give you a better idea of which one you really want to pick. Taking lots of your own pictures. There are, of course, tons of pictures online, which we'll talk about a little bit later, but getting your own pictures on your phone will help out a lot. Even videos, um, you know, taking pictures, like I said, of the locations that you're thinking about for the ceremony, um, as well as the beach, the pool, maybe even the restaurants, just so that you can look back at those if you're ever having questions on planning in the future while you're doing it virtually. And also consider bringing items that you could potentially leave there. So if you're strongly in favor of this resort and you think you're going to pick it, consider bringing maybe things like your wedding favors or pictures or picture frames, anything that you would plan on bringing anyway, but then you'll save on the luggage space because you'll have them there already. So again, if you do plan on visiting beforehand, just make sure you do those three things to make sure you're getting the most out of your trip. Now, that is all to say that most brides actually don't visit the resort before their destination wedding. 
I mean, let's be honest, one of the biggest reasons people choose a destination wedding is to save a little bit of money. For that reason alone, most brides don't really feel the need to visit their venue before the destination wedding. So if you don't, I want to make sure you do the following four things. One of them, it should be pretty obvious if you're not doing it already, is to read tons of online reviews. So sites like TripAdvisor, Hotels.com, Expedia, they have literally thousands of reviews to sort through. You know, of course, some of them will be bad, but make sure to note what exactly is bad about them. If you see reoccurring poor reviews regarding the service, cleanliness, or food, that might be a red flag. If it's just kind of a one-off comment about something a little more obscure, try not to throw the whole resort out just based on one person's opinion. Also, consider the time that the review was posted. Some guests like to complain about the seaweed or the weather. Obviously, these things are out of the resort's control. Um, Unfortunately, seaweed is more likely at certain points of the year, and resorts really do just try to manage it the best that they can every day. So that's all to say to just keep your expectations realistic when you are reading those online reviews. Number two, look at plenty of photos and videos that go along with those reviews. So the sites I had mentioned earlier will also have thousands of pictures and sometimes even videos. The photos provided off of the resort's website are very professional. They're very high quality, so they can be a little bit deceiving. Seeing guest photos will be a little more realistic as to what the resort actually looks like day to day. This may be somewhat of a reality check for you. I know it was a little bit for me. You know, you stare at the website's pictures all the time, or at least I did, and just thought, this looks so nice. And then you'd go to these reviews and, you know, they're still nice, but they're not professional. But it it just kind of sets your expectations a little more. Now, there may also be videos on YouTube of your resort. A lot of people who love to travel like to take videos of the places they stay uh, if they have a YouTube channel. So just type in your resort on YouTube and you might find one of those. It can be really helpful to just get a better idea of the layout of the resort as well. Number three, follow the resort on social media and look at tagged photos, especially on Instagram. People love to tag their location when posting pictures. If your resort is tagged, you'll see those pictures posted, which is also helpful in getting a little more realistic idea of what it looks like. Uh, Liking the resort's Facebook page is also another great source of information. A lot of guests post their reviews on Facebook instead of those travel websites, and you'll also get an idea of how active the resort is to get their name out there and how professional they look, you know, just through social media. Okay, number four, and arguably the most important, ask if you can do a Zoom or video call with an on-site wedding coordinator. If the reviews aren't helpful and you still can't really get an idea of what the resort will look like, consider doing a video call with one of the wedding coordinators that they have at the resort. This could be something that your travel agent might be able to help you with as well if there's a language barrier, but they can walk you around the resort, show you all the wedding ceremony locations, and it can be really helpful if you want to see something that you just aren't really finding in pictures. Now, of course, they want you to book through them, so this should be something that they're more than willing to do, and it can be really beneficial, especially if you don't plan on visiting the resort beforehand. So whether or not you do plan on visiting your resort beforehand, I hope these tips were helpful. I do also have a blog post on this, so I will go ahead and link that in the show notes if you care to go to that and read this post instead. If you also want to contact me if you have further questions, I have a contact page on my site, so that would be breezybrides.com, and on the top menu there you'll see the little contact button. So feel free to shoot me an email if you have any questions. Otherwise, I hope that this episode was beneficial to you and we will see you in the next episode.